Welcome to another edition of the Glittery Bones of Advertising. I'm Craig McLeod and I don't like to share. <laughs> That's pretty much Thank the you. truth of it. I don't like to share anything. Oh, all right, so we, uh, is, this, uh, is this true confessions? Are we, are we admitting a little bit about ourselves? <laughs> okay, well, if it is, my boy, what are you going to confess to? My name's John Douglas and um, I uh, used to be in the Guinness Book of Records as a footnote. Right. World-class yeah. smoking for Australia or? No, 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 no. Table tennis. Um, Table tennis. Serious. We uh, Adelaide uh, Adelaide High School, Adelaide Boys High, I believe it was at, at the time, uh, we set the record for the longest continuous game of table tennis, 73 and a quarter hours or something. Uh, and then... A month before or three weeks before the, the, the damn book was published, some bunch of toffee-nosed buddy English pricks came along and, and uh, played for uh, 73 and three-quarter hours or whatever it was, like not that much longer, and picked it. So they got their name in the book and we got during the year a group of students from Adelaide Boys High School in South Australia. So it was that. It was a footnote. I am officially a footnote in history. There you go. <laughs> Not off topic at all, but <laughs> true confessions. Like I might as well make okay. myself look good while I'm confessing something. Great. Okay, Gabs, what about you? Uh, nice to see you. Lovely to have you on board. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Okay. Uh, my confession would be uh, I have a soft spot for toffee ice cream covered in chocolate and biscuit crumbs. Oh, seamless segue. Gabs, seamless segue. Like you're having yourself a merry old time, as they say, hey? Oh! I was late because I had to get my props out of the freezer. <laughs> I hope they don't melt between now and then, knowing you, you've got a very warm room there to be uh, liaising in. And yeah. uh, just for the viewers, we uh, we are down to three today, but no problem. We shall truck on. Yes. So, JD, the bone today is to share or not to share. Yes. Yes. Mm. It's um. I uh. Shall we look at the ad first? Okay. I've got I've got issues. With Probably this a good one. idea. Let's okay. take a look at it right here. We've all got one. A mate who always asks. Give us a bite. No matter where you are. Just a little. Or what you're doing. Go on. Just just a nibble. And because of friends like these, we've made an ice cream snack like this. Give us a bite. Introducing new ice cream bites. Bite-sized snacks for everyone. Oh, wow. Mm, there you go. <laughs> oh, wow. Who we got? Oh, wow. Gee, wow. Look, the top's off too, Gabs. Are you going to whack one of those in the pie hole while we go through bones today or not? Why not? Why not? Because there's nothing There's nothing like a little bit of taste appeal as you, uh, and you have to hold it. Exactly. Look, I'm just going to start out with. Please do. If that person who wants a bite of everything was in my world, they'd end up with a really bloody nose often. I do not like to share anything ever but i will eat someone else's meal but you can't have mine yeah 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 no fair point absolutely uh, uh, uh tip of the hat to you there i would absolutely agree i think um i think uh, the annoying friend is not a friend he's just annoying mm. like he's just annoying i know what they're trying to do 
I know what they're trying to say, but it really, um, that doesn't work. And they've got rid of, it's hard to have a gay time on your own. <laughs> a gay time on your own. I, th- I think I think if they're going to call their product gay time, I think it's hard to have a gay time on your own needs to stay. Like there's there's I think there is a they're trying desperately to be politically correct, but the name of the product is gay time. Yes. Like let's embrace the name of the product or change the damn thing, but don't be half-assed about it one way or the other because now it's just an ad for a, you know, delicious toffee-flavoured breadcrumb-coated. <laughs> Vicky, coated. Vicky Look, there's nothing thing. better than the gay time other than the bubble o bill in my book, and I've got to tell you, <laughs> why on earth would you go past calling it a gay time? And if you can't, can't have a gay time on your own, then... That's what it is. Why would you change it? Why would you go from, I can't have a gay time on my own, which is absolutely brilliant. It's been a line that's been around forever since Adam was a small human. And mm-hmm. then you're going now to, you know, something different. But it's not really the point of it, is it? The whole thing for us is this sharing idea and the exercise yeah. of whether a plastic bag full of mini gay times is a better way to play than it is to say, hey, here's mine. He's yours and you can't have a bite. Well, I have I have some thoughts on that. Oh, please. Go ahead. I actually, I did my homework on this one because I'm an avid uh, gay time customer. Oh, yeah, gay time girl. You're a gay time girl. You ever buy the standard one, Gabs, the actual one just on a stick? You do. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I usually okay. have those. But I, I don't, Do they sell those in the supermarket still? Are they still in a box you can buy like a six-pack? Yeah, you can buy four purchase a pack today. Um, So my thought on it, and I'm coming from a commercial angle with this, um, I think it's the age-old FMCG trick of how can we make more from less. Um, uh, So I guess for chips it's so easy and they do it to us without us even noticing. They reduce the net weight, put more air in the bag, charge us the same for it. Um, So I feel like NPD, New Product Development, has come up with um, this new product where they can charge more um, for less net weightage. Um, And I went and did my homework. (laughs) We've we've never had research on the pod before. One one litre golden gay time tub, it's 90 cents per 100 mil. Right. For the four pack of ice creams, it's one seven a dollar seventy five per hundred mil. For these bad boys, two dollars seventy six per hundred mil. Oh, wow! And wow! Into marketing, let's make it all about sharing. Wow! <laughs> but I think that's. I think it's absolutely fine. I think it's a bit. It's sharing, but they. Should, why can't they just say? We've always said. It's hard to have a gay time on your own, so we've made it easier to share. Like, where yeah. was that that yeah. piece that linked that to this? Yeah, because now you don't have to. Because look, here's a bag full of them. Get your yeah. mouth around that. Put it in my hole. I don't. I don't have a problem with the with the with the strategy, Gabs. And as you as you've you've set a dangerously high bar, can I just say, <laughs> um, yes? The, I I use like the. I don't have a problem with the strategy. I don't have a problem with the with the business strategy, with the, you know, making more from less. I don't have an issue with that. My issue is I don't think they're building the brand. 
I think they've just made a bag full of ice cream bites. I don't think they've made a bag full of gay time bites. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, I so think Johnny, you're, you're saying if you're going to do an ad for a brand like Gay Time, do your research, grab all of that's good from the past, all of the greatness that's been evolved, that's, <laughs> that has evolved over a, such a long period of time, building up that equity all the way from yourself, my boy, JD, down to younger kids today, such as my own or your own, and everyone in between, Gabs, myself, you know, everyone loves it. Why would you not bring the bit that's so valuable from back there? Or are they done, have they done brand research and said, everyone loves a gay term, is not political correct, politically correct, we can't use it anymore, we can't even link it. Like we can't even go, that was then, this is now. Is that what they're saying? Because oh, they, to me, it makes they've absolutely certainly sense. said that. They've certainly there has certainly been pushback from the LGBTIQ plus community, but the issue I think it goes back to the name. Like it's really hard, I would think, to have a product called Gay Time and build the brand because if you're building the brand, you've got to somehow say Gay Time live on air you can't not mention the product it's like cigarettes it's like if it's like it's it's how can you how can you build a brand without getting into people's heads the brand gay time remember gay time remember gay time if you can't say gay time like either (laughs) embrace the political incorrectness of it or change the name like it's there's you can't have two bob each way oh we don't want to change the name it'd be too hard it'd be too expensive you're losing business if you don't build your brand. There you go. There you go. Off my high horse. Sorry. I'll just uh, <laughs> He's coming back in. <laughs> he's coming back into that segment there. Okay, well, um, I think it's time to have a little look at our What the Friday. Oh, yes. Sorry. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna... taking it away. I, I apologise to all the listeners for getting a little bit too emotional. Please don't apologise. I quite enjoyed that. Um, you know, you called it a high horse, but I I would just call it a summation of what you need to do. And sometimes there's a time if your brand is what it is, you you need to own it and believe that you need to spend money on championing it forward and sticking it in the mind of us as consumers. I mean, it's the simple salient message. You want it remembered more than whatever else it is that some muppet looks in the, you know, the old freezer when he goes in or she goes in to say, give me some of this or they go in to buy me. Seriously like delicious that. ice cream treat. Is- but anyway, <laughs> I was headed to the What the Friday and this week Gabs has done her research on all things. Again. And <laughs> more funny research. Gabs. Bay is a, a place that is pretty special to, uh, to Australia and Sometimes it rains a lot up there and we've been, uh, I guess we've had a shit tonne of rain all over Australia lately and sometimes when you have a festival, shit gets a little bit funky, wouldn't you say? Yeah. So shall we call it Mudfest? Is that what we're going to call this now? Mudfest. Uh, well, it's it's Splendour in the Grass, so I guess we could call it Splendour in the Mud. Uh, mm. Splendour or just Mud in the Mud because there's probably not a lot of Splendour going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh, I, I, lo- I love the I love the never say die um, <laughs> uh, attitude of the promoters. It's like you can't turn on the electricity because it's so wet. You, <laughs> you can't you can't risk electrocuting a hundred thousand people or ten thousand that turned up. Maybe oh, twenty. 
Yeah, but you have to kind of, yeah, let's just bump up the numbers because more will want to come next year. If they'd have, I understand that uh, it was shit for everyone, but at Woodstock, one of the things that made Woodstock so good was they, as, when, as soon as it started raining, they found a hill mm. and they put in they put in a big slide, slippery dip thing that, you know, thousands of pissed Americans were just sliding down this hill while someone played an acoustic guitar alongside. Like, but all we did was put on a pair of gumboots and walked around and complained. Like, it's like, where's the <laughs> where's rock and roll? <laughs> rock and roll, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Metal, isn't it? Yeah, rock and roll. Don't walk over there though. Yeah. Don't, there. Yeah, don't, don't do that. Yeah. Yes. Well, I guess interesting, right? You know, the the way of the world at the moment. And, um, you know, there was a whole lot of social influence uh, activity that didn't get to happen as well, Gabs, wasn't there? There was a whole lot of stuff that was kind of booked and people couldn't put their kid on for the brands that they said they would so they couldn't influence us on buying those and get, you know, money for for that. And it was just a, a really, you know, bands being moved to the pub and playing on the steps of the pub, um, blocking yeah, Main Street. Sure. Perfect place to put a band, I reckon, outside Perfect an alcohol place. venue. Like, yeah. What's not to like about that? It's not to like of that. And with the beach on the other side as well. It's fantastic. Although the grass between the beach and the pub was probably pretty muddy by then too. Yeah. I think when you're five pots in and you're really and you're listening to some interesting acoustic vibes coming from the steps, I don't think I don't think a bit of mud's gonna blow. I mean, yes, it was raining very heavily. Yes. I understand I'm not I'm not um uh, denigrating the uh, the safety concerns of the of the organisers. Uh, all I'm saying is, it's a music festival. Yes, it rained. Yes, it rained a shitload, and yes, there there will have been safety concerns. But it's a f- music festival. Where is rock and roll? Where where is the spirit of music gone? J- 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 like, sorry, grumpy old man living in the sixties. Do you know what I mean? Am I, I being, am I being saying. too grumpy? Should I just go and go and take a Valium and a bit of a lie down? Like, no, you're good. You're all good. Let's um, <laughs> let's slide into our. Uh... No, come on, Craig. Come on. What do you think? What would you have done if you'd have been the organizer of Splendor in the Mud? What would you have done? Come on. I want to. I demand an answer, sir. I demand an Look, answer. I, oh. I probably think there's not a whole lot you could do when the entire space that they proposed to have it on was literally a quagmire. That's the only way that it could be described. Now, I was chatting to someone else about this, and when I was, I was remembering the days of my early football career uh, back in Mount Waverley and Notting Hill and how the cricket pitch in those days would turn into what was basically sticky glue-like mud. Now, the only comparison that I can draw is some of the images that I saw across all of the news outlets where these young kids of all sorts of you know delineations were there, and they were up to their ankles in this mud. So... I don't know whether they could have called it off or whether they could have postponed it or whatever they could have done. But if I was the organiser, I don't think I could have handled it any better than they did because it was literally a disaster, like an absolute disaster. What happened up there was crazy. I think they could have called it off sooner, though. I think there were parts of them that were were like, oh, we've had COVID and we're finally getting to do this. this. Let's just press forward and keep going. And then it's sort of at the 11th hour, actually, no, this is not safe. We have to pull out and abandon ship. (laughs) Pretty tough. 
No, it is. I reckon it, it is. It is really tough. But like, I think you're right, Gavin. I think they probably should have just said 24 hours beforehand. Sorry, guys. Day one of splendor. We're going to just and people would have gone. Well, you know, it's a bit shitty, but we understand. And then you would have had a shitload of people go into Byron Bay, where where the where the roads don't get muddy, and go into the beachfront hotel or the railway hotel or the bloody you know the Byron Bay in any of those fine establishments that serve alcoholic beverages. And people would have found a party somewhere. Like it would be something to remember. Based around music. Oh, Absolutely. Well, <clears throat> let's leave that mud behind, shall we? Um, <laughs> it's time for uh, our good friend who's been the celebrity of this episode of The uh, the Bones, Gabs. You're humming for harmonics. <laughs> I've been a celebrity. Don't yeah, go telling celebrity. us you've done your research and, uh, as well. You know, Don't go telling us you've done more research. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm not going to hum today, but I mm. am going no, I'm going to play your game that you played with us where you described, like, logos or brands. Oh, okay, I like this, although I do have a bit of a logo aficionado as my competition for today. Yes, yes. Come on, I'm, well, I'm pumping at the bit. You are? Actually, you know, that just looks like a epileptic <laughs> frog, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First one is... Blue bird. Oh, Twitter. Ding, 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 JD. <laughs> uh, second one is multicolored. Hungry Jacks. Camera. Canon. Oh, uh, sorry, what was that? Canon. Xerox. Camera. No, camera. Um, uh, Instagram. Camera. Yes, yes. Oh, Instagram. Oh, you're talking about a logo. Gotcha. <laughs> you're talking about a, talking about a logo. <laughs> right, Instagram. Sorry, yes, that thing. Um, okay. Next one is very familiar. We have um, spoken about it quite recently. Has a G and a G. Google. Yellow and orange colour scheme. Cursive writing, first word starts with G, second word starts with G, yellow, orange, colour palette. Oh, I should have been paying attention before. Oh, oh. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're well done. Well done. Yes, yes, you got us. We were too busy thinking about what happened last week. When actually Peter was talking just, about it very recently, yeah. yeah Ten minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you didn't mention brown. Guys, <laughs> Sorry, I forgot the brown. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay, last one is four colours in a square. Microsoft. Yes. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> Tony's too good at this. Bubbing, 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 bubbing. And I only got the one that I did get because I saw it on screen before you did. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, oh, well, my friends, that's another edition of the Bones of Advertising. Don't go changing. We'll be back next week. Maybe for us. Maybe for us.